Hello and welcome to Supergroup, a podcast where I talk to local songwriters and musicians about the artists that have influenced their music, and together we build the guests' very own Supergroup. My guest chooses their favourite drummer, bass player, a rhythm guitarist or keyboardist, a lead guitarist, and then finally a singer to duet with. I am your host, Neil King, and my guest today is local singer-songwriter Matt Creer. Hi Matt, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for inviting me. How are you? I'm very well, thank good, you. Good, good. Well, thanks for joining us today. Now, we are going to build your own dream supergroup. I know, I'm excited about this. I know, how has it been? Um, it's quite easy actually. Oh really? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm pretty sort of particular about what I like. Yeah. So yeah, I, I as soon as you messaged me and said you need to choose, you know, drummer, bass, all the rest of it, I was like, oh yeah, I think I'm, I'm pretty much got it already. Because it's the kind of thing you, as a musician, you, you sort of think about anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's good fun. Good oh, fun thinking about it. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, first of all, before we talk about your influences and mm-hmm. uh, build the band, we're just going to talk about a bit about your own music and your okay. songwriting, really. Yeah. Okay. So, how long is it you've been writing songs? Well, <laughs> I think I, I wrote my first song when I was about fourteen, like many kids do. Yeah. I was well into music, and I and I played. I mean, I, I started off on trumpet, and I was a classical musician, but I always there's always sort of the the rock and pop and folk thing going on in the background and I taught myself guitar and was in a band with friends from school so I wrote a couple of songs when I was younger and then I didn't really do anything because I went sort of fully committed down the classical route and playing in orchestras and being a professional trumpet player and being very serious so I came back to that kind of stuff around 2011 so a long long time you know a couple of decades really and I started writing again and I put out a DIY album in 2011 which I'd recorded at home and I sort of progressed from there I decided because I I continued to write and I started to work with Jip at Balagroove Mm -hmm. on a proper it's like my first proper album yeah Um, so I always refer to that one the that's called the Leeward Tide um, that's my first proper album, and then, and then released a second with you know that had been recorded at Balagroove a year ago, a couple of years ago. I can't remember exactly now. <laughs> Feels like a long time ago. I don't think it, I think it was about a year ago. So yeah, it, it's it's something I've I, I sort of dabbled with as as a teenager, and, and then I've come back to with with a bit more commitment as an adult. I think just mentioned Jip there. He's been mentioned on so many of these podcasts already. Oh, and, well, uh, with good reason too, because yeah. he he's got this ability to just create what's in your head mm-hmm. as as a reality because when i write i'm already thinking about orchestration yeah. and and arrangement and the way i want it to sound but i've got no no sort of studio skills whatsoever no engineering idea so i'll i'll say to him i you know i want this song to sound like i'm surfing on a cloud being chased by rainbows or something and he can just make it happen it's yeah he's there's he's, a button for that yeah he's <laughs> he's just got he's got a way he, he really knows his stuff so when did you actually start performing then was it 2011 when you actually started writing with with, with my own writing. stuff yeah, yeah yeah i mean i've been performing as a musician since mm-hmm. since i was very young um but like i said before mostly in orchestras um and ensembles but the the sort of the solo acoustic stuff yeah it was it was around that time. I was lucky enough to have a, a lady move into the, our road, lived opposite us. I hadn't got a clue who she was at the time, uh, and it was Kath Crow. And we very quickly became good friends, and we recorded an EP together. Mm-hmm. And she forced me up on stage to play guitar and sing. And, yeah, it's, it's sort of her fault that, that <laughs> uh, I'm still doing what I'm doing now. So, yeah, I miss her a lot, but yeah. she, she really kick-started that. She's an awesome lady. And you have the track still on Spotify, 
Yeah, like yeah, and we great. got to number five wow. in the iTunes Sing Songwriter chart with that. We outsold awesome. Ed Sheeran really? for like three days. It was wow. so cool. That's great, <laughs> and that's such a lovely time capsule yeah. as well, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's something that can never be taken yeah. away. It's it's there forever. It's lovely. Thanks for talking a bit about your own music. No, there. it's cool. It brings us into really listening to what, one of your first songs. There, oh. which one have you picked? It's the opening track from my last album, which is the, the album's called Patient Steps. The song is These Walls, which I wrote when we were living in a, a rented house in Peel, which wasn't really fit for purpose. It was incredibly cold. I think it still had the original windows from 1890. <laughs> it was it was a really miserable winter. The song is. Just just about kind of buckling down and looking to the future and getting through it and and just the fact that renting old houses really sucks yeah. that's that's what that <laughs> song's all about and it was it was a difficult time in that house but I'm grateful because it it gave me that song okay let's have a listen thank you in the morning light, we will start our journey there's no map or chart this road These walls we call our home They will never be our own But our time will come And no more will we run from any storm And that was These Walls Thanks for playing that for us, Matt. Thank you. So I'd like to talk about your influences growing up. Then. Okay. So it sounds like it's going to be a very musical household. What kind of music were you listening to when you were a kid? Yeah, well, my mum my and dad are both musicians. Yeah. Um, they're both singers. My dad used to play the trumpet, which is sort of how I got into that. And they were very into all the kind of cool stuff from the 60s because that's when they grew up. So, yeah. you know, we've got original vinyls of the Beatles and nice. Elton John, all the original, the early Elton John stuff, Tumbleweed Connection and, and all of that. So that was a big part of my upbringing, the Beatles, Elton John, Billy Joel, nice. James Taylor, Karen Carpenter, Joni Mitchell, Carol King. Name a brilliant yeah. songwriter from the 60s and my mum and dad had a had a record. And then sort of as I got a little bit older, Queen. Yeah, Queen. I can't remember anymore. But yeah, it's so <laughs> Queen's enough. It's yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I started to discover my own stuff and I actually yeah. got quite into um prog rock as a teenager. So oh. I quite I I loved Marillion and Pink Floyd yeah. and Genesis and then the heavier stuff. I actually saw Iron Maiden live twice. Wow. Before I was 16. Okay. That's probably why I've got tinnitus now. Yeah. And I saw Motorhead <laughs> as well. As wow. a 15-year-old I saw Motorhead at the Reading Hexagon, which is weird because I write I write folk music, yeah. but I love all that stuff. And I think you can take influences from everything. And of course, all the time that I was listening to that stuff, I was playing classical music in mm -hmm. orchestras. So, uh, yeah, pretty eclectic, really, because I have a, a huge love of classical music as well as all of that. But I think in terms of my own writing, definitely people like James Taylor, mm -hmm. Carole King, yeah. um, and that, that sort of stable of, of Americana. How does the classical, or does the classical music help you when you are writing? Massively. In terms of orchestration and arrangement and harmony, and structure. Vocal harmony for me is really important. Not just two-part harmony, it'll be five, six-part harmony. I like to try and make voices sound like a string section. It's yeah. it's that kind of... A little bit like George Martin did with the Beatles, yeah, with yeah. The, you know things like um, Yesterday and Eleanor Rigby, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. 
that orchestral influence. My my trumpet professor at college was David Mason, who played the piccolo trumpet solo on Penny Lane. Oh my God! So there's a, there's a lovely connection there That's as well. That's amazing. So yeah, classical music has so much that it can give you and teach mm. you about music structure in general so yeah there's a lot if you listen to the recordings of my songs rather than the live stuff because we, we tend to do the live stuff very stripped down but the orchestrations yeah. on the records are, are very very rich and there's a lot going on and that that comes directly from orchestral playing great stuff well let's start building your band then you okay. ready yeah, yeah absolutely okay so we'll start from the back we'll start with the rhythm section first okay. so let's hear who your drummer is and why well initially i was thinking john bonham from led zeppelin yep. but then well he's dead now that's fine i know we can we can they can be dead but purely for personality ability talent consistent epic musicianship completely the opposite end of the spectrum from from my music but dave grohl there is no one else dave grohl is my drummer i'd just love to have him in the studio i'd love to have him on stage he's he's just an absolute whirlwind it would be amazing Fantastic. Yeah. Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. He's, he's, he is, without question, the best drummer of our generation. Fantastic. Okay. Well, he's in the band. Excellent. Starts at the back, Dave. <laughs> That's the second time Dave has appeared on oh, the really? podcast. Oh, really? Who yeah. chose him before? Uh, Adam Melvin picked nice. him. Nice. Yeah. 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 And we had... I just spoke to someone who had Taylor Hawkins as well. Ah, well, yeah. So yeah, a big Foo Fighters drummer, yeah. <laughs> Did you know that Taylor Hawkins used to drum for Alanis Morissette? Oh, really? Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, good. And oh, he was... There's, there, I watched an interview with him, and he was in a car with his brother, it was when he was recording with Alanis Morissette and the Foo Fighters came on the radio and his brother turned to him and he said, dude, that's the sort of band you should yeah. be playing with. And he ended up oh my being God. their drummer. Fantastic. So yeah, it's cool. Although Alanis had some good drum parts as well. Oh she? yeah, the, uh, yeah. Especially Jagged Little Pill. Yeah, some, exactly. Yeah, that was, that's songs. the record he played on. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. You can hear it. And Flea was playing bass yeah. from Red Hot Chili really? Peppers. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. That's a, that's a, <laughs> oh, <I love laughs> a wonder that band. That one's super anyway, group. But yeah, wow. Yeah, awesome. proper super group that. So Dave Grohl on drums. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to have on bass and why? Well, you know what? I've already got my dream bassist. Okay. Steve Rowe from Steve. Um, from Castletown. Okay, from He's Castletown. He's playing on both my records. Right. And quite honestly, there is no one else I'd have in the whole oh, world. Wow. He is the most epic bass player solid reliable imaginative and he's just a lovely human being as well Fantastic. so i wouldn't i wouldn't change i wouldn't change out my bass player oh, i'd keep steve that's awesome okay <laughs> dave Grohl and steve rowe yeah, what, what a combination i know right <laughs> <laughs> fantastic so that completes your rhythm section mm-hmm. now before we move on let's hear a clip of another song then. okay so, so which song would you like to uh, play um i think it's new horizon yeah um this is a an unusually upbeat song for me mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of celtic influence in it um there's some great fiddle playing from katie lawrence um oh, she really? helped quite a lot with the um the fiddle part on this make it sound properly manx and celtic because that was the the vibe i was going for when i wrote it and yeah it's just a good good sort of foot stomping song Fantastic. that's Should... the second time katie's been mentioned as oh, well there we go well she she's a manx <laughs> legend as well yeah she fits in everyone's super yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, let's hear a clip
surprise me how fast the storm is rising And I can't seem to stop myself from falling That was New Horizon by Matt Creer. Now, Matt, we're going to talk a bit more about songs you got into yourself, really. So mm-hmm. uh, in your teenage years, early 20s. Uh, so you've mentioned a few. Yep. You went the prog rock route yeah. and a bit harder rock as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, and as I got a bit older, and we're talking sort of mid-90s, early to mid-90s, I was lucky enough to do a four-week orchestral tour in New Zealand, and I discovered Crowded House. Oh, yes. And that was that was me. I mean, that was that was it then. I spent... Four weeks, yeah, on an orchestral tour, just listening to Woodface back to back. I wore the tape out and had to buy another one. So good. Um, yeah, and it's yeah. still to this day my my ultimate album, Woodface. Yeah. It's it's perfect. Yeah. Every single song is is just epic. You they're, just wish you'd written it. Yeah, they're amazing. Um, I mean, Crowded House were a great band anyway, and then yeah. Tim Finn Tim comes Finn in came in and just takes it up to another yeah, level. The, with the, those two, the two part harmonies yeah. between Tim Finn and Neil Finn yeah. were just something else. And, and they're quite unusual harmonies as well, aren't they? Yeah, you they're clever. Try and replicate them. Yeah, they're not where you'd think the harmony would be. No, they're they're, they're masters and yeah. being brothers as well. Yeah. Their vo- their vocals just just merge to mm. the point where sometimes you, you're trying to work out who's singing yeah. which part. And yeah. I love that. But the writing that that album actually was originally going to be a Finn Brothers album, and then they they'd written Weather with You and yeah. Chocolate Cake and yeah. all of those other ones, and they realised that these songs were far too good to yeah. be on some obscure side yeah, yeah, project. Yeah. So yeah. they took it to the band and and well, you know, never Brilliant. looked back. So yeah, Absolutely. Crowded House became my sort yeah. of ultimate band. I just love them and I still love them. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. And Neil Finn's in Fleetwood Mac now, yes. weirdly enough. Yeah? Yes, he is, yeah. Yeah, yeah which is, is crazy. Yeah. We watched a documentary the other night actually and, and he was he was in it and I just, oh, wow, it's just <laughs> incredible. Yeah. It's like, oh, who would you, you put your two bands together? Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's weird. I mean yeah. the guy's never written a bad song. No. Nice. No, he's great. <laughs> amazing. And um, the, some of the Finn Brothers albums are amazing as well. I've got them all yeah. and I love them. Yeah. There's everyone, some real everyone is here is, is um that is such a beautiful album. That's yeah, that that song as well, Won't yeah. Give In oh. is is got yes. real a really special place in my heart. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah fantastic it's really song. Great. And, beautiful um, song. Uh, edible flowers. Yes. One of my oh. that, that kind of chorus when yeah. it just rises up. Yeah. Amazing. They just take you to another place yeah. and they yeah. Fantastic. Wonderful. Okay. Well, you get extra points from me. <laughs> Brilliant. My audible, yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, let's get back to your band then. So the next position we have is keyboardist, stroke, rhythm guitarist. Okay. So only one right. person in there. Because it's my band, mm-hmm. this is where I'm, I'm going to cheat a little bit okay. because vocal harmonies are really important to yep. me. So most of the band are going to have to sing something, yep. right? And I know that later on we get to who I'd like to duet with. But So everyone's got to pull their okay. way. So I know Dave Grohl can sing. Rhythm guitar, we've actually mentioned him already, would be Neil Finn, yeah. Fantastic. Solid guitar player, yeah. fabulous singer, great at the harmonies, just rock solid musician, and the opportunity to, to perform with him would be would be a dream come true. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's my rhythm guitarist. Fantastic. Slash backing singer. He's in, he's in, that's not bad, eh? That's no. Not bad. I talk more about him, but we've kind of covered. Yeah, we, we have a bit. We could talk <laughs> could, all night about yeah, him. But exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so on rhythm guitar is Mr. Neil Finn, mm-hmm. and next then we've got lead guitar. This is the big position. Okay, this is this band. is a slightly different. Yeah, it's. I don't think people would would expect this. Um, Prince. Wow. Okay. I know, right? <laughs> I know he's again. He's he's sadly passed away, yeah. but Prince was such an exceptional music maker, songwriter, musician. But people. I think people realise that that he was a pretty good guitar player. Mm. What well, they don't realise that he he was a virtuoso. Yeah. 
he stood on stage with John Mayer, Eric Clapton, and various other people who are who are you know specifically remembered for guitar yeah. playing, and he owned them mm. all. This tiny little man in high heels with this gigantic white guitar, yeah. and they all stood agog. And yeah, I would just just to meet him. I'm sure he was he was a difficult personality, <laughs> but I don't think you can be a genius and not be no. a little bit tricky. Yeah. But my God, his guitar playing was exceptional. Yeah. So yeah, just just as a complete sort of curveball, I'd I'd have Prince. Fantastic. Why not? You can't argue with that, really, can you? <laughs> no. And he's so much more than a lead guitarist as well, isn't oh, he? Like just um, a creative, yeah, yeah, a tornado of of creativity. Yeah, so prolific. Yeah, there's so much of his work that w- the world will never have now. Yeah, so much stuff he 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 never released. Yeah, and it is. Yeah, it's really sad. Yeah, his catalogs on Spotify now, and he probably wouldn't want that. But um, no, um, I'm personally I'm glad it is because I yeah. get to listen to it a lot. Mm. Stunning, yeah, stunning musician. Just... And he's he's got lots of eras as well, hasn't mm. he? Like, yeah, what, chameleon. Have, yeah, do you have a favourite Prince era? Purple Rain. Yeah, yeah, Purple Rain, yeah. that that's just yeah, definitely. I love it. I liked because I think that's when I first got into him. The around nineteen ninety one, mm. Diamonds and Pearls and all that. Kind oh, okay, of, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Era. yeah, I just I think just the song itself, aside from the the, the film and the and the the album, but the song and the guitar solo in that song, and just the the emotion in it. And the production on it, and it's oh, it's just it's wonderful, yeah. wonderful song. That song will live forever. Though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, brilliant. So that's a pretty impressive musical section right, there. Neil Finn and Prince. <laughs> Imagine, know, amazing. Right. Okay. And Dave Grohl and Steve Rowe in the middle, just having a lovely time. Yeah. Brilliant. Showing them all up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. So thank you for that, Matt. Uh, we're going to hear your third and final song. So what would you like to play for us? It's Punch Drunk. It's one of the more sort of albumy tracks, but we we worked really hard on this with fiddling with the sounds, and we got this this sort of delay thing going on with the guitar, and it it it's slightly unsettling and that's kind of it matches the lyrics and the feel of the song and the whole sort of story behind it Um, and I'm really proud of the atmosphere that we created with this song and you know my stuff is pretty easy to listen to mostly this this song isn't so I'm I'm really proud of that brilliant okay let's have a listen I'm a ghost in this house I'm a shadow I'm a memory I'm the time that soon ran out Failure of the century Close the door I am barefoot in this room On the eggshells crushed and broken I am punched drunk black and blue I am everything unspoken Okay, that was Punch Drunk by Matt Creer. So your band is shaping up nicely. Mm-hmm. Is there any recent or kind of new bands that you, you like? I love Cara Dillon. She's an Irish singer-songwriter, very traditionally influenced. She's got fantastic pipe players and mandolin playing, and every song she writes just 
takes you somewhere. Yeah, really, really beautiful music. And I listen to it all day. And she's prolific too. She's got a lot of music out there. You can stream her stuff and, and it'll go on for hours. And every yeah. single song is, is beautiful. Yeah. Fantastic. So, yeah, if you like contemporary music with a with a traditional twist, then Cara Dillon is, is your woman. Okay. Yeah. Now, this is going to be a hard choice. So this is, <laughs> this is your songwriter. So you're going to write a song with one person. Mm-hmm. For this band to perform, can it be somebody from the band? Yeah, yeah, it can be. Or Neil Finn. Is it's, it Neil? Yeah, is he straight in? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. He's in. He's. he's I mean, he's. He's. In my opinion, he's the greatest songwriter of our generation. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Well, you won't hear any argument. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Now next, then, this is probably the the toughest one. Lead singer to duet with. Well, you see, I'm going to cheat again because my stuff. It's more than just two part harmony. See, I've I've got male and female choices. If that's oh, okay, okay, I'll allow it. All right, I'll allow okay, it. good, good. Only because you've impressed me so far with right. the uh, lineup. Right. It's it's interesting because <laughs> we've touched on pretty much everybody. So, the male vocalists I'd like to have in the band, one that a, a lot of people may not have heard of unless they're a part of your theatre podcast. Yeah. Uh, Steve Balsamo. Okay. The ultimate Jesus Christ superstar. Okay. He's a, a a Welsh singer songwriter. He was he was the face of Jesus Christ superstar in the nineties. Okay. He just an absolute monster of a singer. Lovely guy. Great songwriter. Fantastic voice. Just yeah. epic, epic voice. So I'd love to sing with him. Okay. We're kind of Twitter friends. It's cool. Oh really? We've, we've chatted on Twitter, so you know it might happen. You never know. And you've got a female singer as well. Well, I've got two two of each because because oh, we want to bu- oh, we want to wow. bulk it up. So okay. I've also got John Paul White. Okay. Uh, from the Civil Wars, we saw him live in Manchester a couple of years ago, and he's just got the most beautiful voice. And it was just him, and his guitar, and he held a room of of about three hundred people, completely spellbound. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, really, really special. But yeah, the Civil Wars I love because yeah, male and female two part harmony. Yeah. And then my female duettists slash <laughs> six part would be Cara Dillon again. Okay, yeah. And we've talked about Fleetwood Mac. It would uh, yeah, it'd be Stevie Nicks. Stevie. So I know I've cheated. I've 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 been selfish and chosen more than I should have. But a few for, liberties for there, my if the, if we're doing my songs, <laughs> I need that many voices. Okay, we'll just need a bigger, <laughs> we'll need a bigger stage. Won't yeah, we? That's a bi- fine. bigger bus. Okay. You know. <laughs> And um, so speaking of the stage then, okay, I can, it's a one-off gig with this band and I can offer you any venue mm-hmm. in the world. It can be uh, somewhere you've dreamt of playing, somewhere you've played before. So where would you play? Yeah, we're not going to be short of room. Uh, but yeah, I I would absolutely love to play the Colosseum in Rome. I've been to Rome and I saw um, a classical concert there and it was just the most epic venue. And I think that, you know, a, f- a folk music gig in that place would just be something else. So yeah, I'd love to play there in amongst the ruins. Yeah. Cuz they they have a stage at the front yeah. which they've they've built, yeah. Fantastic. Something like that would be would be epic. Great. So I think I've got a DVD of Genesis playing there actually. Oh, I think they did that recently. Beat me to well, it. about 5 or 6 years. Ago. <laughs> it's probably about 10 years now going now, isn't it? See, so, I'd yeah. be scared to do a loud gig there in case you started to yeah, bring the building down. <laughs> Although it's been there for 2000 years, so it's, it's probably well, so, okay. So is Phil Collins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Okay, so let's recap the band then. Okay, okay let's go through it. So on drums then, who have you got? Dave Grohl. On bass? Steve Rowe. Rhythm guitar? Neil Finn. On lead guitar? Prince. Now, are you ready? Take a deep breath. You're Here gonna, we go. You can name all your singers now. Yeah. Okay, go for it. We've got Steve Balsamo. Yeah. John Paul White. Mm-hmm. Cara Dillon. And Stevie Nicks. Fantastic. All playing in the Coliseum. Yeah. Performing a song. Playing my music. Yeah. <laughs> With a song written by Matt Crea and Neil Finn. Yeah. How's that sound? 
It sounds awesome in my head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd come and see you. That sounds great. Yeah, thank you. So you're happy with your band? Yeah, oh, definitely. Well, thanks so much for coming in today. Thank it's been really nice to talk me. to you. It's been lovely. And to chat about your music as well. So thank you. Uh, just tell us where your music's available. All the online streaming services, mm-hmm. iTunes as well. Yeah, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, all of that stuff. But I have a load of CDs too. So get in touch if you want to own a hard copy with um, Nicola Dixon's beautiful artwork on the front of it. Awesome. Because everyone wants to own a CD. Exactly. Even if you haven't got anything to play it on these days. Yeah, it's just nice to look at. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Stick it on the wall. (laughs) Well, thanks so much, Matt. Cheers. Thank you very much. Cheers. And that brings this episode of Supergroup to an end. Thank you to everyone for listening. Please like our Facebook page and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. All our episodes are available on the Manx Radio website in the podcast section. If you're interested in local theatre, please check out our sister podcast called the Manx Theatre Podcast with myself and Neil Callan, and that's available on all the same platforms. Thank you very much again to this week's guest, Matt Creer. I'm Neil King, and this has been the Supergroup Podcast. Thanks again for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye.